Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's Beamaz and Beamer. Now, Brian Mazarowski and Joe Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. That is right. Beamaz and Beamer. Brian Mazarowski here. Joe Beamer alongside me on WBEN with you for the next hour or so. Um, devastating news for me, Joe. What's right that? after. Well, I'm not surprised, actually. Um, I, uh, a minor local celebrity back in my college. Uh, hometown okay actually a big celebrity back in my college hall minor town. celebrity outside minor celebrity outside anywhere got the von miller haircut okay um posted it online uh von miller <laughs> retweeting let's go um <laughs> and uh i'm uh you know it's just it's adding fuel to the pressure that i feel from no one at all but just inside myself to get that haircut before the end of the season that's yeah. That's the goal the, for you. How many people at the game Monday night will have the Von Miller triangle haircut? That is a good question. I won't be surprised if I see it. More than zero. Well, yeah. Is that minor celebrity going to be there? I don't know, but I mean, right? <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Yes. More than one. Hmm. I say yes. You see how ridiculous people dress? I mean, what's a haircut? You're right. Are, are you going more than 10? We have somebody who is uh, plastering themselves with ketchup and mustard uh, before every game. This is a good you point. Think, I mean, it's a triangle haircut. The triangle's haircut. That's a even more tame. To accomplish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Von Miller has an NFT as his pro- uh, profile picture. I thought that was interesting. I don't, I, what does that mean? That means he paid for the NFT so he could have it as his profile picture. It, it, when you click on his Twitter, it comes up i just thought that was interesting well you know guess what joe he's got the money he's making a lot of money yeah. he can afford to do whatever the heck he wants <laughs> uh bmas and beamer here with you 803-0930 to join us here on wben um a couple of you know bills related things in the news today joe that we've been talking about 
uh, one of which is making you look like a real genius. Yeah, finally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, another that I'm just, I, I love because of our web poll this morning. So I, I want to start there. We have had the story today, yesterday. Uh, Orchard Park and Frontier School Districts will have a half day this upcoming Monday, right? Um, they said they have a half day because of Bill's traffic. Both districts are around the stadium. They have right. schools in the area. I mean, some sometimes the schools you park at, <laughs> you know, uh, oh, yeah. for uh, or right next to for uh, some of these games. And they say that, all right, we're going to have a half day Monday so that our buses can run and students can get home before all the game traffic begins. Uh, and now online at WBEN.com, this is the question, Joe. I love this. We are uh, asking you, our Raylax Honda web poll, when it comes to schools closing early Monday in advance of the Bills game to reduce traffic and increase safety, do you give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down? Now, right now, a slight majority actually do say thumbs up. But I did love, you know, before when we were talking about this in the morning, uh, over 50% of people voted thumbs down. Mm. And just like imagine voting thumbs down the way the question is worded. Hey, um, schools are closing early Monday to reduce traffic and increase safety. No, I, w I want increased traffic, yes. decreased safety. Is what I Chaos want. Chaos on the streets. That's if what I, I want to see. People dodging cars and it, please more of that. I plan on going to the game and I would actually like more cars uh, and buses frequently stopping on the road when I'm. I mean, I come on. I I don't see how people are so sour on this no. idea. It's smart. And in Orchard Park, it's not just smart. It's planned. Yes. They planned for this to happen when the schedule came out. They're having a day where they would normally have a half day somewhere in the school year for, and they do like staff development, whatever. Yes. <laughs> whatever that is. And kids have a half day. They're doing that. They planned that. It was going to happen at some point. They planned that for this day for this reason. That to me is smart. Pre-planned thinking. Yeah, we should all be applauding this. I, I think it's great, especially for people going to the game, people who have kids in the district, uh, for those who have to go pick up their kids in the district. I think this is all great. And um, I am surprised. You said I'm surprised that it's still 46% saying thumbs down, that there are 46% yeah. of people out there. What about uh, it? Doesn't make sense. Yeah. I, I Do you not like, like you said, those are built in half days. It's not like they made up a half day. Those are built into the calendar. They decided, let's use it when it will not only benefit us as a school district, it'll benefit the community. Something we talked about yesterday, helping the community out. This is benefiting all in Western New York. And let's be realistic. A lot of places should probably just do a half day because most people I know going to the game are taking a half day. I mean, it's it's just one of these. It just makes sense. And it's how often do you have these examples of people thinking ahead and doing the smart thing right like never no. <laughs> and it's happening here and still we got like half of the people on our web poll and, saying no and this would have been a, <laughs> this would have been a story if they if they went full day that would definitely alan's traffic oh reports monday afternoon would have had you know uh slow traffic buses i mean it, this is 
This is a great decision. It's using one of those built-in days. This is this is what we call common sense decision making, and I'm happy to see the districts do that. Do you want your kids going home from school in that immediate area as Bill's traffic is heading to the lots? No. Like that's what you have to think about. I Joe, I was at one of the preseason I was kids' day game. The kids' day game. Yes. So you've got kids all around. It's like the one day a year where everyone's like, oh, I can take my kid uh, into the stadium during a game. And I'm in some of the streets around the stadium. And you have people with, you know, it, traffic's moving slow the closer you get to the stadium. You have people, and there's no sidewalks, by the way, on some of these roads really close to the stadium, on the same roads where you turn in to go to an arena parking lot. Right. And you have people whizzing by on the shoulder of the road to get around people who are waiting in traffic. I, Joe, that's I was losing my mind behind the wheel as I'm sitting there. And it's not like we were just sitting there for an hour. Like, you were moving. You just weren't moving all that fast. You have people whizzing by on a road where there's no sidewalks. You have people walking down the road on the shoulder to get to the stadium. And... It's on Kids Day. I mean, you not just have people. You got little kids doing the same thing, walking down the shoulder of the road to try and get to the stadium, and you got people going by. Now imagine that you let school out, elementary schools, middle schools. Some kids ride the bus. Some kids walk. People get picked up. You want to add all that to the craziness of stadium traffic for a seven o'clock game? You want to add to the three four o'clock mess? You also have everyone who's working at that time too. By the way, right. Why wouldn't you do exactly what this is? And the same people who are complaining would be the people complaining if something happened on Monday. Oh, why didn't the school see this? I the same people that would be complaining. Think back all the time to the snowstorm we had, and you had kids in, I want to say, you know, I'm sorry if I'm wrong in this, I want to say it was in West Seneca, I don't know what school, what you know, area of the district, who were on buses because they were caught in snow traffic from the end of school till after nine o'clock at night because of everything that resulted and everybody after why didn't they think ahead this is crazy i you know some pre-planned they should have saw this coming that's what you would have ended up with here i mean exactly you can't complain both ways and again i don't think people understand like you said brian those are built-in days also people don't understand the game is at 7 15 not 8 20 um, I, I don't think it would have mattered. And it's not like this is the first time. This has been done before. Oh, the no, School that. districts have done this before for nighttime games yes. because they know what's going to happen. Yep. Uh, people texting in. Uh, 803-0930 if you want to weigh in on this. 803-0930. Give us a call. Send us a text on our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. Um, you know, a lot of people saying it's a thumbs up for me. They only wish they could go home early as well. But then, you know, you have this, so our kids' education is second to adults playing a kid's sport, a big thumbs down. Listen, it doesn't matter if it's a football game, if it's a concert, if it's some other event in the area. You have an event taking place that's drawing a lot of people. (laughs) You just do. Yeah. It's not, nothing is going to change that. It happens once or twice a year. You have a major event. So what are you going to do about it? It's not as if there's one 
Lord decision maker. Do you want the queen? It sounds like this person wants the queen. Um, <laughs> it's not like there's one person just, this is what we do. <laughs> so I pounded the table too hard being the queen. You go to school this day, and there's no events that are allowed to take place on this day. This is who controls everything. This is, I'm sorry, the NFL, when they make their schedule, clearly they're not thinking about uh, school days or anything. No, of course. I, I, yeah, I just, I don't understand the pushback, but just like with every major decision, you know, you're going to have people that are going to be sour about it, but I will go back to the same people. If something happened on Monday would say, why did the schools not close early? It's, it's the same people. It's, you know, that's, that's all I have to say. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's the same people. Who's going to watch the kids at 11 a.m.? The same people who would have watched the kids at 11 a.m. on the other half day. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Those plans are in place, aren't they? You know what it is? I mean, listen, it's something every parent has to deal with all the time. Yeah. All the time for a million different scenarios. Who's going to watch it? What's the plan for this day? Kids yeah. have a half day. Kids have no school. I have to work. What's the plan? Hey, it's election day. Who's going to watch the kids? You, you have to deal with it all the yeah. time. Yeah, that's a, that's a normal in school year for all parents. Like, guess what? That's being a parent. Uh, you know, every week I'm sitting here, like, on certain days. Who's going to watch the kids? I mean, it's who's going to take – anyways, I don't know. It just makes so much sense. I, you don't want somebody getting – you know what it's like on a game day around the stadium. And you want to just throw a bunch of kids out there in school buses and everything it's else. insane. To it's insane. One, just bring everything to a grinding halt, which it already is. But even further out, expand that grinding halt. But two, you're putting kids in harm's way. Yes. Exactly. And this is not a, I used to walk to school uphill both ways. You're going to let out an elementary. I, I park next to an elementary school sometimes. Yes. You're going to let kids out of that school as traffic is whizzing by going to a Bills game? Um, and what, the kids are going to walk uh, down the shoulder of the road next to uh, Joe here carrying his 30 rack? <laughs> is that what you want? You want your kid walking next to this guy? No, come on. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I just when especially with it worded that way. Reduce traffic, increase safety. Thumbs down. Yes, yeah. I, I can't get over it. Um, but the other Bills thing, Joe, what, what makes you look like the smartest person, not That's just in right. this room, but in many rooms? We were talking with Nick Giamuso, owner of VIPTix.com, earlier this morning about the price of going to a game and the sticker shock that so many people are experiencing when they see this uh, get in price you're paying over two hundred dollars at least for the cheapest ticket on the secondary market secondary market because it's sold out um on the secondary market if you want to go to monday night football and joe i've been pointing out that's a deal yeah compared to some of the other games you want to go see the steelers uh bump that up near three hundred dollars uh, maybe even more the sunday night football game in a couple weeks some of these other games Boom, two to three hundred dollars for the lowest, the lowest price right. ticket. That means you're sitting up with me. It <laughs> is a sticker sh- it's like an eye popper. And it happened to me earlier this week because I'm, you know, looking around. I do want to go uh to uh you know, at least one home game every single year. I got one in mind and I'm looking at that and saying, Yeah, maybe not. 
<laughs> you look at the price and you're going, I don't know. I don't know, Jim. Uh, I'm not sure about that. Uh, and Joe, now you're the smartest person because anyone who bought season tickets is saying this is why we do it. That's right. $45 a ticket a game, and I have two tickets. So, uh, yeah, 90 bucks. To see, um, well, the home opener I actually got paid for, as you know. Uh, I got the tickets as a birthday gift and then sold my tickets and paid for more than half of my Joe, season tickets. Specifically, Joe sold them to somebody in a Tennessee zip code. He wanted to make sure that a <laughs> Titans fan got his tickets. I wanted to make sure my first year in these new seats that everyone around me hated me. No, but whether it is to go to all the games or... Whether you're Profit. looking to sell a couple of the games and you know go to you're looking to go to maybe six or five of them, but you want to sell a couple of the other games, this was the year to do so because how much is the cheapest season one ticket season ticket for the Bills? Forty five. I'm in the cheapest. No, no, for the whole season. Oh, nine hundred. I'm sorry, four fifty for one one ticket. For one so for one ticket four fifty, and now you're looking at the secondary market. There's not a lot of tickets for sale. People want to go to these games. I, you're, you, you could maybe, if you bought a season ticket and said, listen, I don't need to go to the game against the Steelers and one other game, yeah. you, you could like be going to the rest of the games without paying for that ticket. Yeah. Two, so four fifty for a whole season for a ticket. I sold each seat for two fifty each to the home opener, just to give you an idea. Uh, how that goes, and that's how I got more than half of what I paid for two seats. By the way, Brian, you want to put this in a little perspective for these for these uh, for the tickets on Monday? I have the list of all the lowest ticket to every game on the secondary market on uh, Thursday, Sunday, and Monday. The Bills are the most expensive, lowest at two hundred two. Las Vegas comes in second at one ninety three, but these averages are a lot lower than a hundred dollars. The cheapest game. If you're looking to go to a game in the NFL, is Jacksonville, Indianapolis for 24 bucks? Just to put it in perspective, Dallas is second at 25. That's what having a good team will do. Yeah. I mean, that's what the excitement uh, goes for. I think the that idea, though, if you're a season ticket holder, that you can sell a couple of the games and actually make it a wash for the year, is I mean, that is a new concept. For, for Bills football? Yes. I, because we have been talking for so many years. I still am kind of getting used to this mindset that going to games costs money. Because <laughs> you're so used to, and uh, Nick, when we talked to him earlier, backed this up, hearing the stories that you can go into a Bills game for 15 bucks. Um, you know, almost any game you want except for the season opener. Uh, especially later in the year, five bucks and you're in. You can get yep. anybody's ticket. The place isn't all that full. You can shuffle the place out and get free tickets. Yes. I don't know if those deals will be there at the end of the they, year. That was actually <laughs> happening. Pick up a shovel, stay for a couple hours, you get to go to the game for free. That mindset is gone. <laughs> I mean, that it is incredible. Oh, yeah. How it, it changes like a dime. Joe, I mentioned it was not that long ago. Josh Allen's first year. We were at the season opener. That's the most expensive game on the calendar, you know, give or take, every single year just about. And I remember looking at a $50 ticket going like, right? That would be more than I've ever paid for a Bills ticket in my entire life. 
By the way, there is something that does bring ticket prices down because right now we're looking at, you know, over 250 to go to the game on Monday. I went to the playoffs last year for less than $100 because it was freezing cold. So isn't that wild? I mean, you could have got – we're talking about these prices here, two to $300 uh, for basically the first half of the Bills' home schedule, the first yes. four or five games, hundreds of dollars for the cheapest ticket available on the secondary market. You could have went to the playoff game. You know, this is another win one for the Dome crowd. You could have went to the playoff game – for under $30 a ticket, That's right. getting them the week before. I mean, think how crazy that is. That is. <laughs> to see the Steelers on a Sunday afternoon, you know, in a week, what is that, week four or five? Week five, yeah. You are paying five, six times as much as it costs to go to a playoff game. It's, that's the difference weather can make. Yeah. It's crazy. Even here in Buffalo, where we're hardy people, uh, your people are still, I'm unsure about, uh, I love this team. They're great. I'd, I'll, I'll pay $300 in October, but January, December, uh, I don't know. See, I'll pay 300 and I'll go sit in that, in, uh, the freezing cold to see the, the bills have their way with the new England Patriots. Someone said, if you are able to take your family to a bills game, you shouldn't qualify for a loan for, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the point that that's we are point. right now. It, it does kind of stink in some ways. That this is what happened. And I do want to point out, tickets at the box office were the single-game tickets. I don't know you know, much about year-to-year. Year. Right. Uh, there was a slight increase for season tickets, I believe, year-over-year. Year. Um, but the single-game tickets, when those went on sale, they were m- more expensive than they had been in previous years at the box office. But what we're talking about now is the secondary market, which is pretty much where I... Used to buy tickets for Bills games oh, yeah. almost exclusively. Sometimes you'd be standing in the parking lot at the stadium. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll just wait before the game and get this uh, on the app. You could do that. It, w- it was not that hard to do. By the way, you want to know how it, how this is impacting away games, Brian? The Ravens are home today. All right, I'm sorry, Sunday to the Dolphins. Tickets around $100. The Bills, October 2nd, the lowest price, $200. It's affecting away games as well. Traveling. Traveling to some of these games might be... <laughs> a more cost-friendly option than going here, but it's also raising the secondary price. It's uh, wild. Well, what do you, is it stopping you from going to a game this season? Have you looked at the ticket prices, and were you expecting that? I mean, everyone knows. All right, prices are going to go up when the team gets better. Were you expecting this? I mean, welcome to the NFL. Beam as and Beamer here on WBEN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's Beamaz and Beamer. Now, Brian Mazarowski and Joe Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Hey, welcome back. Beamaz and Beamer here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Brian, before we get back to the uh, the Bills talk, I want to I want to say this. You'll laugh at me, but I, I want to say this. I wish the Bisons were home today. Because they are playing against the Syracuse Mets, and guess who's pitching for Syracuse? Max Scherzer. Wish that game was downtown. Unfortunately, it's not. But uh good luck uh to the Syracuse Mets. No, good luck to the no good luck to the Bisons. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Good luck to the Bisons what are, after what are you, Scherzer. What are you doing? After Scherzer is pulled from the game because I really want him back in I New York. I, I don't care who that guy is. All right. My the part I'm laughing at is just the question. Guess who's pitching for the Syracuse Mets? Yeah, like, Max uh, Scherzer, the Queen. Like is that, <laughs> that, that would be, would be amazing. Yeah, yeah. Like that would be somebody. You know, that's something that I want to know. Now, me? You know, Am I? Like, ever since, ever since um, the, the Queen's passing, I've been just reading up on the monarchy. I really had never thought much about it. You're going back to ninth grade history class. Did they teach us about the monarchy in ninth grade? Yeah. In depth? I mean, I, I'm more in depth than... Well, it's all news to me. Um, and I actually passed ninth grade um, history. Um, not ninth grade algebra, though. That's a different story. But I wonder if anyone in the royal family has ever thrown the first pitch at an American baseball game. That is now what I'm going to be seeking when I That's have some free time. That's what's occupying your brain well, it hasn't yet. Hasn't yet. But when I get out of work, when I'm done with my duties here, 
That is what I'm going to spend some time on this afternoon. Listen to this. I might have to take it back. I've For the entire show, I've been calling you the smartest man in the building. <laughs> and all show, I've just, just been just trying to <laughs> knock yourself back down. No. He is because he bought season tickets this year. He's back in the game. It's, it's okay. I can say it out loud now. He finally broke the news to his wife. That's uh, right. But it's worth it because ticket prices to get into the bills on the secondary market are insane i mean insane to me they're insane as somebody who has bought bills tickets a lot of times over the last 15 or so years it is crazy how expensive some of these games are um you know we were saying just four years ago i'm looking at the home opener at 50 dollars to get in and thinking oh whoa like that's yeah. A ton of money, way more than I usually ever spend to go to a Bills game. Last year's home opener was a very expensive ticket <laughs> to go see. Um, and I was like, this is I, – I, my thinking last year was this is just the team is good, plus it's the first time people are allowed back in the stadium in over a year. That like was a big deal, yeah. That level of excitement is not going to be matched. I was wrong. The entire first half – of uh, the schedule, basically, for the home schedule, is uh, you're looking at over 200 near $300 as the cheapest price ticket on a lot of these secondary sites. We're talking like uh, StubHub, SeatGeek, GameTime, all these apps that you hear about and places you can buy tickets. Yeah, now, if you want to, if you want to plan down the road, Brian, you can go see January 8th the New England Patriots on To Be Determined for 54 bucks, which, as you said, used to be the price you would look at as the lowest for the home opener. It is now the last game of the season, 54 bucks on a date to be determined. The cold games. Yes. The cold games are still the ones that you're going to. So if you save your money, maybe for the playoffs. Exactly. <laughs> because it's going to be cold, and maybe people won't want to go uh, as much as they want to go at the beginning of the year. I, I've just, the whole break, I've been looking at prices for all Bills games home and away. And by the way, right now, the most expensive game, the cheapest, most the most expensive, cheapest price is 278 and that's the Green Bay game. Yeah, Sunday Night Football, which has not been in Buffalo with fans in over a decade. Wow. Um, it's been a wow. very long time. Sean Madden was still on the call. Yeah. Yeah. He's, now he's with the Queen. Um, it's It's been a very long time. But it's it's crazy. I'm wondering if it's impacting you. 803-0930. Are you buying tickets to Bills games like you had in the past? Are you a season ticket holder looking at this who loves going to every game, but now you're seeing that – you might be able to get $300 for yeah. your ticket that you paid a fraction of the cost for and thinking, eh, maybe I'll watch a couple of these home games at home uh, instead of going out to the stadium. What are you thinking as the bills are good and these ticket prices go through the roof? I'm certainly going to fewer games at home. I have um, you know, said my new thing now is – I put off season tickets. I like going to the one road game. But then, Joe, I'm always like thinking, well, I'll go to a home game too. Like I always end up going to a game. And now I'm looking at this saying, I don't know if that's really going to be the case. Uh, Somebody chimed in. It is making me think about this, Joe. On our text board, someone said, if the Bills win the Super Bowl, how much do you think tickets would be then? And I have to admit, 
even though I don't like putting the cart before the horse, I am enjoying every game, you know, not yes. just thinking about winning it all. But I have thought about that game a lot. I have no desire to go to the Super Bowl. No. I want to be in Buffalo. Yeah. yeah. I, I want to be at a party with friends. I, you know, I want to do something around here where the excitement is going to be in the air. Now, it's different, you know, if the Sabres were in the cup finals. I, I remember being at uh, game three in 99. Oh, my goodness. I, it, it, Electric. Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, but it's different when it's in your home rink. I have no desire to go to the Super Bowl if the Bills are ever in it. What I want to go to is that game the Bills just played in. Yes. The season after, the celebration. The banner. Of the Super Bowl team, the next game, that pre-game atmosphere, that. What's your price, though? See, that's, I don't know. Like, that is the game that I was thinking would cost 200 or so dollars to get in at the cheapest price. (laughs) Now, I mean, what is the price on that game? Yeah. I mean, what's is it a thousand dollars? That 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 will. And by the way, these are all. The this cheapest. is the asking price too. Yes. The, this doesn't mean you have to. It's like um, you know when people look at something on eBay. This is selling for whatever on eBay. <laughs> no, it's listed for. Right. You have to. Look, what did people actually pay to have this? So as of right now, and it does appear that there's some movement that people are paying this price to get into the game. But it remains to be seen, and this always ebbs and flows. These are the asking prices. So what the question really is, is if you have tickets to that game, what's the price that you're willing to let that go for? Right, because that is really what we're talking about here. These You might look at it from a buyer's perspective, which I am, because I don't have the tickets in hand, as this game, what are you willing to pay to get in? But on the other side of that is often somebody. Now, sometimes people just buy tickets to sell them, which, you know, that would be nothing new. But for a lot of these season ticket holders who have the tickets, the reason the price is so high is, okay, I'm putting this listing out there at $300 for my seat at the top of the stadium because that is how much it would take for me to give up being at that game. I could not give up. I've been waiting my right? entire existence for that game. I am not giving that ticket up. I, uh, like, I wouldn't give up a playoff ticket. Like, a playoff ticket and the banner game are things that I have spent my right. life dreaming about. Uh, in picture Sunday Night Football uh, coming up in a few at the end of October, the, uh, about a month away. Sunday night at the stadium with a good team against – a storied team that only comes here once every eight years. Yeah. So why are tickets on the secondary market three hundred plus dollars for that? Well, if you have a ticket right now to that game, what is the price where somebody can say to you, "I'm gonna give you this amount of money," and you'll say, "Okay, I don't need to go to that game anymore." Yeah, I can still see it. Yeah. Um. I. I mean, that is so for that game if. They ever win a Super Bowl? That next game at home to open the season, that big celebration. I think we are going to be talking about like a thousand dollars or something like that. These crazy prices that you would think like, "Hey, I 
paid less to actually go to the Super Bowl in the early 90s. <laughs> that might be the price. Now, you talk about you know the, the stadium being packed in these prices, and you brought up something earlier that I wanted to get to because, Brian, we spent so much time talking about this new stadium, and I, I'm sure we will continue. You, t- you mentioned in Pittsburgh the standing room at the stadium. They also have standing room at the arena in Pittsburgh as well. Um, do you think with the demand that we are seeing for the Bills – the new stadium would have some kind of standing room. Oh yeah, El- like I in think Detroit. that's been talked about. Okay, that like party area. Yes, and it's not just an area for people to hang out. I I think there will be tickets distributed as a standing room only ticket. Would you go to a Bills game in a standing room only? Sure. I okay. only stand as it is. That's what I thought. <laughs> like yeah. that's that's standing room only doesn't bother me not having a seat because. I only stand it. The only problem with the standing room only is the finding of a spot. And keeping it. Keeping it isn't that, like, once I'm in my seat, I'm pretty much there for the duration of four hours. And that's true. That's a game. That's a concert. The only time that's really ever different is, like, a Sabres game, intermissions. Uh, you know, maybe at halftime, you go, you walk around, you go to the bathroom or something like that. But generally speaking, I'm parked in the same place. But it is like kind of finding that spot where I can just at least feel. I just don't want to be looking at the back of somebody's head, is basically. <laughs> like, that's, I don't even need a great look at the field. I just need to be around there. Because I was going to say something, but then I remembered that the, the top level needs those reinforcements every year. Because I was going to say the top of the 300 could easily be standing room. There's a lot of space there. Uh, you could have a few standing room people and not be in the way. I've actually stood there. I've actually stood there while I'm waiting for the uh, the play to stop. Stand by the uh, sheriffs? Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, but then I remembered they need reinforcements. Maybe we shouldn't add people to the, uh, to yeah. the top level. May, uh, my favorite thing, I, every year I hear this, is uh, somebody up at the top of the stadium, and you hear it every time. At some point in the first half of the game, you can overhear somebody going, there's a bathroom up here? <laughs> right? <laughs> like, if somebody just finds that out for the first time at every single Bills home game. Not only a bathroom. In the winter, you come to find it's a heated bathroom. Yeah. It's, and it's a nice place to be at halftime. It's, which you don't say about bathrooms now. No, <laughs> but when it's freezing, I uh, I usually like to go up there, find a stall, and just Spend half time in the bathroom. <laughs> Just hanging out. <laughs> um, on our text board, 8030930, um, someone is mentioning about uh, the personal seat licenses for a new stadium. Uh, you know, a friend of mine's had season tickets for 30 years, and now they're going to, uh, they want, you know, X amount of dollars for a new personal seat license. I want to say first things first to so the person who texted in, everybody who's kind of thinking this. If you are assuming or you hear, that, okay, you have tickets, a personal seat license for a new stadium is going to cost this amount of money. That's not, you, you don't rumor. have that information it's yet. It's just a rumor. Anything you hear about that now is just a rumor. Yep. And whatever that figure is, is there's no guarantee that that's going to be the figure. They've sent out a survey. The PSL number has, and that's a one-time fee. I mean, what was the range on that? I mean, they've they've gone on the range from like, a house, you know, but like all the way down to like 500 bucks or something like right. that. Like it, it, there is a humongous range that they have put out there in terms of what people would pay for this. I have the different view. I mean, if you had a personal seat license, 
right now. I mean, you're almost extra I was, yes. smart. You're extra Joe Beamer today <laughs> because you. it's almost like an investment for when things are good. You pay that amount up front. The personal seat license will always be there for a new season ticket holder, but it's never going to be as cheap as when it's first offered. Right. Yep. So if you want to sell that, you can sell your seats, but you also have that personal seat license to sell to whoever it might be uh, who wants to pay three, four times the amount, however many years down the line. So it, I think of it as, listen, no, nobody really likes the idea. I don't like spending any money. <laughs> <laughs> I have thought of that as more of having an asset than a cash grab or something like that. Like, that is the way that I've viewed it. You could say that's the way I've rationalized it in my brain. You're probably right on that. But I do view it as having an asset that will appreciate over time. And something we have learned about the PSLs, you're right, Brian, we don't know the price, but that it wouldn't be something that you had to pay all up front. They would offer payment plans. I believe that was said on this show uh, when asked about PSLs. So there would be payment plans. It wouldn't be all up front. It would just be uh, in with your season ticket payment. Which is still going to be more. Exactly. I'm just saying, you know, the texture made it sound like you have to pay it all up front. That's not, I, I believe we had uh, Reimer on who said you could, you know, depending on what the price would be, you could stretch that over uh, uh, two or three years. Th- this is like getting you ready for the new stadium. Yes. <laughs> like yes. This, is, this is like new stadium, new NFL pricing right here. And I don't know. It's just, it's just weird in this market. We're really seeing it for the first time. I can't remember. I wasn't – and I don't know how many of these uh, – you still had actual paper tickets yes. back in 2006 when the Sabres were really good. That's right. And it was hard. Those two seasons, it, I, it was hard to get – a ticket, not at first actually, to the, the 0506 team. The, the year after the lockout, oh my gosh, the first half of the season, yeah. you could walk in. Uh, the next year is yes. really when that uh, started to go over. They had the waiting list for season tickets. I don't remember, you know, how much an average game would have cost then for the Sabres, but that is like the last time I can think about where you would have had sticker shock to go to a game. Actually, last year for the Sabres, you might have had sticker shock to go to the game because. Just like these bills, believe it or not, last year's savers are just like these bills when it comes to buying a ticket. You had fewer season ticket holders willing to sell the tickets. Now, with the bills here, it's because you have season ticket holders who want to go to games, so there's less of them selling uh, their tickets in the public. You know, less supply, greater demand, price goes up. For the savers, it was there was just less season ticket holders. Right. So you had fewer people trying to offload tickets. And less supply, uh, not really an increased demand, but a real uh, shortage in the supply in the secondary market. It was more expensive to go to a Sabres game last year than it was in you know many of the past 10 years, really. I, that Montreal game, uh, right after the lockout, the first regular season game after the lockout, me and a bunch of friends from high school got an entire row at the arena, and you know we're high school students. It was it was pretty inexpensive, but that those same tickets at the end of the year when the place was sold out, almost impossible uh, to get you know a ticket for what we paid for most of the row. And, and I think that's like the way of looking at it too. Now I, we've been so focused on the price of the ticket. Yeah, really, what it is is it's just hard to get anyone who 
doesn't want to be there. Yes. Um, and, and that's like when I think about the Sabres, it was hard to get a ticket because everyone wanted the ticket. You could always get a ticket if you were willing to spend a crazy sum of money. Exactly. Like that's true for anything. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of the bills now. It's hard to get a ticket, not so much because of, but also for me because of the <laughs> price. But it's hard to get a ticket because everyone wants to be there. Like yep. that's the the reason at the start of the day. Plan your plan your games now. The three home games that are have a low price of under a hundred dollars into the division. Brian, New York, Miami, New England. You can get those games by a coat. You can get those games under a hundred dollars. If you get them right now, hot hands. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you want to? I. The thing here, Joe, is it's so new to I think a lot of people and myself included. Like I don't know if my normal rules of getting in for not and not spending a ton of money apply. Like the normal rule of waiting until close kickoff. to kickoff. <laughs> like, could you confidently now go set up everything? Go and tailgate without a ticket, knowing that, oh, the ticket price is going to decrease three hours before kickoff because somebody is trying to unload this ticket. I mean, that is a steadfast rule, but does it apply when the team is this good and demand is so high? I would say no for two reasons. One, you can't guarantee there will still be tickets left that close yeah. to kickoff. And number two, you have to be really quick because if someone has their ticket set to drop, mm-hmm. you know how it, it's more than just you in the parking lot looking for that ticket to drop. There's multiple people waiting on that ticket to drop. I don't know. It's crazy. Um, but it's it's like another cost to doing business, right? That's right. It's it's what happens. It's the cost of being good. good. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's just so foreign being good. I like, like it still. Though. I like still. it, but it, it makes it more for like we've been good for a few years, but this is like the first year. It's, I mean, it's wide open to everybody. Everyone can go to the game. Like you're not, you know, you're not worried about any anyone's restriction, any anything like that. Like 2020, the team was good. Yeah, super good. Couldn't go. You couldn't go to the game. Right. So it's like now you're sticker shock. You're feeling it for the first time. And, and the d- demand was there in 2020. <laughs> yes, it was. I wanted to go, um, but you, you were stuck with my garage, which was, you know, pretty fun. Yeah, but not the same. In the elements, exciting team, good times had by all. All, all right. right, we'll be, we'll do this again tomorrow together. Bemaz and Bemaz. Oh, I, I can't wait. We're back. <laughs> David is up next after the news here on News Radio nine thirty WBEN. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.